Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, I think I might have missed my child's back to school. Uh, did I? Oh, Ooh, thank God. God. I was about to say, God, you had one motherfucking job. <laughs> and then you going to yell at her for missing her homework assignment or some shit. Talk to her about I responsibility. I her teacher's name. She oh, she'll be like, girl, you ain't even come to my school at back to school <laughs> night. Shut up. <laughs> I hope Jolie does that, say that to you. Shout Hi. out to the person that was in my DMs around the way curls DMs and sent that encouraging message around their teenagers and how she's learning to has taught them to get together and their practices around uh, just being communicative, mm. accountable and responsible. You doing the Lord's work. I'm happy you raising them boys the way that you sounded like you raising them. Y'all Shanti just be saying words. Accountable <laughs> profitability of the command and the what? echo cancellations. <laughs> Goodbye, girl. What? <laughs> What's the dude's name from in Living Color? I don't know, but that's exactly <laughs> that's it. I sound like T.I. Uh, and that nigga put together. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. I know it to be true. I'll be like, ooh, keep Shanti, going, girl. what? Keep Words. going, girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. It's all vibes over here, so we'll we'll work it out. What are your uh, updates, Queen? This week, this will have passed by the time your lovely ears have been hearing our voices. But this week, we're gearing up the Sable Collective to go to the Black Ass Flea Market in Baltimore. Baltimore, I want to big y'all up for the black businesses thriving in your community these past couple of years. All right. I really think that's wonderful. All we know Baltimore for is the poverty and the wire, but they are coming through. They said we are building that the black middle true. class. We know Baltimore for um All I Dave know Baltimore Chappelle, for <laughs> Jada Pinkett, Tupac. Girl, all they talked about was the poverty and the hardship that they done endured and escaped. True. Wire did not paint a good picture, but you guys don't call it a comeback. Y'all are coming through. Black Ass Flea Market is was I love that a name. <laughs> organization of 80 black businesses with the DJ all in a park. I'm telling you, it's well branded. Mm. They do a whole series of events. Um, and this is one of the events. They had a marketplace that I attended. They had a conversation around co-parenting. Mm. They're just doing their goddamn thing. I love so I just that. want to shout out. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of stuff going on. So if you are in Baltimore, check them out. You can hit them up on the Instagrams at Black Ass, B L K S A S S F L E A M C T. 
little Girl, abbreviations you be there. spelling these i know the i'm sorry y'all i'm gonna put that in, <laughs> i'm gonna put that and in. and she the, always um, says she gonna put it in the description and she don't never I mean, put I it in don't. the description i'll be like fuck out of here i don't remember where that was what i, I don't remember what i had said that's it's what on, that's why we have this lovely outline so you can refer to it i will but you guys check them out shout out to baltimore i'm excited to um see how y'all show up and come through I've been showing up for myself as well, and I'm very proud of myself. Um, I've been hanging out with Heather Robertson. I talked yes. about this in the past. I really fuck with this white lady and her countdowns. She has really thorough workouts. Like, they work mm-hmm. you out. On YouTube for free. For free. I was paying a trainer. I said, not me supporting a small business. <laughs> <laughs> not when Heather's here. Not when this white woman is giving out this free content. Free content. All I needed. All she getting these ads. As long as you uh, support, as long as you watch it and she gets that ad revenue, she good. She said, I'm going to keep it coming. This week is glow up week. I'm doing the glow up. Oh, week. you're doing glow up? I love I that they, she has the challenges. She does. So she offers different workouts for seven days, working on the different parts of your body, all in different kind of workout methods. So check out that white excellence. White excellence. Listen, Listen, I'm so happy. I want that to catch on. <laughs> white excellence. Dr. Umar going to be like, what? Turret panda Dr. Umar just staring Listen, at us. Listen, Dr. Umar, I would love to talk to Dr. Umar. I really would. Oh, he would eat us up. He would. He would tear our little dumb asses up. But you know what? <laughs> it would be entertaining. I it would, would get be so th- good. I don't know if you ever watched that episode of The Office when Michael Scott was arguing. He was doing like a debate with Oscar. And you know, Oscar was always like, well, you know, you know. And he was yeah, always yeah, put yeah. his point in. And Michael just started talking rubbish. He was just saying words about China. We just said that's what I do. So that's what we would get Umar on something. Okay, we would be like Doctor Umar. No, we would get him. But like, why do you need to be a doctor? Exactly. To see, why do you see? need that? Why do you need that recognition in this white man's world? Exactly. You all caught up in the white man's entitlement and standards. Bang. Which is an elitist. Fucking speak to it. Elitist what? Find the word. Words. Words. Elitist industrial complex (laughs) that we call the universities and the colleges, nigga. You a slave to the white man. The fact that the words came to you that fast, you had to spit them out that fast, just came to you. It's like you saw it on the page. You had to... That's hilarious. Anyway, I I don't have anything um, to really... Enlighten us on right now that the I was on that pineapple dating show. <laughs> Girl, what happened? You was trying to tell it us last week. Was the, the most tea. disheartening oh. thing that I've done in a long time when it comes to men. Mm. And I be avoiding men sometimes. I don't avoid them. I just don't see them that often. But baby, that pineapple show. That, so the premise the is you thing. get on this platform. She's got this worked out pretty well, and you see her beautiful face, and then these men. You know, she talks to me for a little bit, and it's live on YouTube. And then it stays on YouTube. And these men are like, um, they hop on if they like you, and then she selects them, and then all of a sudden they're they're live with you. And you're like, hi, how are you? Does she ask it's like speed dating. questions? No, like- you just talk, and she's just there. She might step in, but she doesn't often. 
She was stepping in with me though, because she was irritated because I wouldn't say the word pineapple. If you say pineapple, then that means you're done. You don't oh, okay. you don't like them. But okay. that felt so dismissive and mean. I was like, I can't I in the middle the of somebody show. talking. Pineapple. It's just mean. There were so many times when I wanted to say pineapple. <laughs> Immediately, right when that screen popped up. No, it wasn't even that. It was like, because um, I gave my age range, right? And I was, and there were a lot of youngins at first. I was like, how old are you? 22. How old are you? 26. I'm like, I, I'm about to be 35. Like, what are y'all talking about? I can't know. So I was, I said to her, you know, I, I'm really looking for somebody. I, I might have said 35. It could be like 33 to 47. More so like 38 to 47. So anyway, there weren't many of them. And the ones that were on there were my uncle's baby. I said, uh. wow. There was a couple on there. And and the first thing I said was, I like dorky men. I like kind men. I like men who um, smile with their eyes. I like men who are uh, inspiring I don't really care about status as long as you are driven. As long as I feel inspired by you and feel like like we're 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 working towards something. I don't know if I was specific enough. Oh. <laughs> Baby, the people that came on there, one guy was laying down in the bed like this and he was he was in Jamaica and he was like, "What's up?" That's how most people just started the conversation. "What's up?" "Oh yeah, hi." Some people came on really aggressive. Was like, "Hi, I wrote down all these questions." <laughs> One guy came on was, "I'm looking for a wife," and I said, "Oh, okay." And he said, "Mm-hmm." And you want to know why I'm looking for the wife? And then let me get the let me show you what it is. Want to know why I'm looking for a wife? Because of this, and it's the Holy Bible. And he said, right. "I'm ready to teach a woman how to be a wife, so she, she can move forward and teach others." And I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Apple. What am I doing? So there was a lot of that. There was a lot of men who were way too cool for school. There was one guy who was who was Nigerian in Nigeria, and he was um, he went on and on about how excited he was about me. And they said, "You want to know why?" And I said, "What?" <laughs> he said, "Your curly hair." And I said, "Oh." <laughs> Did you set these people up? I feel like I feel like a lot of it's got to be comedy, right? So, but again, I watched only like a. This is this is my fault. I watched a portion of the show that she sent me, and the, the the conversation that the other young woman was having with someone was not the same as mine. But the worst part, Shanti, is that you can see the live chat. It oh, pops God. up. People so, talking. You shit know me. I'm in. trying to be nice. And these people are like, this Benjamin Banneker looking at head ass nigga. Why she don't say pineapple? One one girl was like, he just won a green card. Like other they were so mean. They were so mean. This one guy, he had this chain on and he was sitting up in like whatever basement he was in. And this chain, it looked like it was made of aluminum foil, the poor thing. And I and I was talking to him for upwards of 10 minutes trying to be nice. Didn't know what to, how to get off the call because he he had all of these questions, and it was just every conversation was going nowhere fast, and I I was left feeling really lonely and really like oh my god, are is there any anywhere with anyone with any like intellect or anything real to say or having wanting to have a human experience? It was just all 
That's what you get when you do speed dating. Because it's just all a whole bunch of, I got to size you up. I got to see what your status is. And it was so corny. And it was two hours of it. Internet finished that shit like, are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) And the wildest thing was that she told me, she said to me, she said, listen... I, I do this thing and I she has a huge following, huge listenership, all that. And she said, I know that you have a podcast. It'll be great for your podcast. It'll probably send people over. I don't know if you have male listeners. So I'm doing this with the hope of, okay, Shout I got to be more y'all. open. Thank you for swinging over here. <laughs> I'm thinking like, I got to be open to new things. I, I, what if you do meet somebody? What are you going to lose? A little bit of time, but time you can never get the fuck back. You know what I lost? <laughs> My DMs. My DMs are in shambles. No. Internet, you have to show them on the story. I can't. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. No, you blur their face and you just post with these. You want me to read some now? Because they're still still coming in. It, because the thing Girl, this is living forever don't you this know you shit can't erase lives in perpetuity i am disgusted with myself i'm like why didn't to... you think this through what were I you thinking you. i said you sure don't you remember what happened at our uh remember shout out to all the og around the way curls listeners that oh the for valentine's, our valentine's day, day special Oh my goodness gracious. What's going on? I'm from London. I'm trying to holler you fine as fuck. That's a real one. Mm. That's a real one. Mm. Good morning. Saw you saw a portion of the show with Melly was turned on when you said you was watching the Eagles game. <sighs> um What'd he say? I'm currently going through a transformation, relearning myself, not looking for anything serious. But you look like you might be worth it. Oh, my God. This is literally how people are writing. Somebody wrote me and said, are you really single? What's wrong with you? It's just like... Uh, and then somebody, somebody wrote, saw you on the Melly show. And then he wrote, oh, never mind. <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> I swear to God. Look, it's just... It's hundreds of them. You ain't responding time. It's hundreds of them. That was him saying, well, fuck you then. Good morning, queen. Would love to get to know you better. You said there's hundreds of them? Hundreds upon hundreds. Hundreds. My, my, my... Things shot up so Don't much with these creepy men. I know. Well, I think we should. I think it would be really great for them to come on over and hear two women talk and maybe get some insight on how to connect with them. Because because even I was awkward. Even I was awkward and realizing like, yo, these are strangers and it's hard to spark up conversations. So I get it. One dude was literally rolling up a blunt on there. Oh, well. So to the point where his face was out of the screen because he, I was like, can you just stop to talk to me? One guy was on the freight at the Amazon warehouse while he was working and I was like this king but then he kept talking about how he doesn't do his job and I was like you saying this on the internet what are you doing anyway I'm sorry it was fine I'm not sorry I'm really grateful that all of these beautiful people are sending me such nice messages what but but some of the messages are just so shallow and it it really is disheartening in in a way that I I don't have the language for because I really just long 
again, I've been talking about this, but I'm really longing to be in spaces where the conversation feels elevated, where I feel really inspired. And I did not feel that and do not feel that. And I can't read all of these messages. You got to sage yourself. You got a lot of energy on you. You know, you got to figure out ways to like, maybe sage ain't it, but you got to figure out, you're getting a lot of attention these days. And that has an effect on you, good and bad. Yeah. And I, I can't tell you how many people just wrote, right, yo, just yo, nothing else. It's like, what do you expect from that? It's like literally like the yo, like that's what you literally just wrote in this message. Serious? I don't know. I don't know how it's ever going to work. But that's also what I get. I went on there. Like, what? Girl, what the don't fuck do is that wrong again with you? Now. Right. Like, again. get get your life together. Anyway, shout out to speed dating. We'll never do it again. It was fun. Wow. What is you about that, to say? I don't know. It's that white woman me. Never do speed dating again. No, I'm not doing it again. No, I'm good. Because there's no way to have a real... Maybe we do a curated around-the-way curl speed dating event where we we select the people that are allowed to come in. No, it just... You have to, like, fill out this thing before you come. Yeah, I can't can't even go through these these messages. But anyway, um, shout out to them. We do have some voicemails. I would like to play them. Is that okay, Queen? Please do. Oh, please. Okay. Hey, ladies. This is Allie. This is my second voicemail. Um, 27. Shanti, I'm going to fight you because <laughs> how you going to say Zendaya didn't eat? What do you mean? Child, did you not watch the episode where she was struggling to eat that Jolly Rancher and was struggling? Okay. Girl, she ate, for real. And coming from a girl who also is from Oakland, um, yeah, give her her flowers because, girl, I was crying on some of the euphoria scenes when she was struggling with her withdrawals. Lord Jesus. Um, Antoinette, we love you so much for trying to take Shanti's brown privilege from her for that because you need to. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Get her, y'all. Get her. Get her. I'll say it again. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I love Euphoria. Mm-mm. I've been a fan of it. I was excited to watch 9 o'clock. Oh, I couldn't wait to watch it. I enjoyed Zendaya's character. I enjoyed Zendaya's performance. Should she have won this year for leading actress? No. Oh. I'll say it again. I don't oh. care. I love. I really like. There's no. It's no um, diss to what I, her being. I think she's talented. I think what she put and what she contributes to the show beyond just acting. She puts a lot of like producing efforts into it. She's dope. The show is dope because of her. But she ain't need to this year. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Didn't feel it. Mm. I My think apologies. y'all should get in Chanti's DMs. <laughs> And I think you should harass her about this hot take because it's a terrible one. Actually, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think she did a lot more than what you're giving her credit for. A lot of those actresses are, are very talented. But I think that I think by you saying, like, she wasn't that great this year is, is wild. She, wa- she was great. But was she better than the bitch that played in Ozark? No. Maybe. Nope. 
Nope. I don't know if Absolutely the lady not. who was in Ozark could do what Zen- Zendaya did. Girl, I don't know if Zendaya could do what the lady in Ozark. That's not the measure of... You better of, f- check That me. doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's not a good... I feel like argument. maybe Zendaya could, though. I don't know. Listen. She could not play an anal white woman with poor morals and power problems. Maybe. Maybe she could. Mm-hmm. Could that white lady get up off that couch... And do that dancing shit? Be a drug addict? Zendaya's dancing. She's a train. All right. We don't need to revisit this. I just think that y'all should get her. It's like y'all got me with that whiz take. I said what I said. Watch it again. It's kind of cringy. Wow. She just doubled down and then said it was cringy. That one scene where she was freaking out, it was cringy to me. I'm sorry. It It was hard for me to watch. Oh. Compared to the other lady in the car. Whoa. To the compared to the other lady in the car? Nah, not even. All right, everybody. Now's your big opportunity. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Ozark's pivotal (laughs) uh, character moment where the woman's in the car and she's breaking down compared to Zendaya's pivotal character moment where she's freaking out because her parents are trying to like have a uh, what is it intervention or something not the same also like why do I need to be running in them streets like that it was, it was a bit much anyway so you didn't like the directing but Zendaya committing, I didn't like the direction but Zendaya committing to what was being asked of her is what she got the award for and making no, it but work it did it didn't it didn't that lo- that that loss of control Again, we go back to Ozark. Old girl, the blonde hair, curly haired girl. When somebody's losing it, that's Ruth. Compared that's the to best when supporting she's actress. losing in it, she, Ruth she won. won. Ruth won. Uh, well, but, that, but I'm showing actress. you. That's how you show a loss of control. That's how you show there was still some believable control. It felt like Zendaya. I, I don't know. I'm gonna watch it again. Maybe I'm gonna watch it again. It just. Interesting. Not y'all trying to brown paper bag me, though. You're bringing up hurtful moments in history around this. And um... <laughs> We have another voicemail. Here we go. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm listening to your most recent episode, and you're talking about Ari Lennox album, and you guys are aging yourselves up so, so much. I think you might be like maybe two or three years older than me, but were y'all not in the chat rooms? Like, when when it first came out with the dial-up and you had the CD-ROM with AOL, y'all were in the AOL chat room ASLing it up? Like, I, I don't understand how y'all missed this. Oh, my gosh. Like, we were asking. That was the very first thing you were asking. And you were asking that in the main chat, and people were putting their information out, and then that's how you choose, chose who you wanted to talk to, I just, I just could not believe that y'all were saying y'all had never heard this. Y'all are not 40-year-old women. <laughs> Anyways, I love y'all, but I just had, I had to say that because I just, I don't know where you were to miss it. Man, and if you, it, it was quite a time. We had quite the time. I'm sorry you missed it. Love you. Bye. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, first, I'm not rude. The first thing I say to people is never going to be see, say age, sex, location. You say hello. 
All right, that's number one. That that is just rude. Okay. Second, I'm you are try- a forty year old woman. <laughs> I was. I would be on the chats, but that was in. I'm gonna say it. That was in like the eighth grade when oh. I had AOL. And yeah, it was like eighth grade. And I quickly, after eighth grade, like you, started working. I had no time to be on no damn chats. There was no, my dad didn't, he knew that it was nothing but a mess on there. But I will say, I cybersexed once. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. And I, How, I may remember. Mm-hmm. Oh. I cybersexed once. And when I tell you, I didn't know what the fuck to say because when he was say, he, I'll never forget reading C U M, I'm going to come. And I was like, what is he talking about? I had never heard come the word here, come. Come over here. You know my location. Right, right. Seriously. Oh, because I'll be honest. In the seventh grade, I got in trouble because there was somebody that I talked to on AOL all the time. I would be so excited when they would AM me and we were like, oh, friends. And and I remember her saying something and, and like me giving her my, my, I think I gave her my address to send me something or some, something crazy Wild like that. Times. And she wow. said, you never give any. She was really nice. And it probably was not. I don't know who it was. But I had been talking to her for maybe like two months. And I thought she was my friend. And she was like, girl, you don't be giving people yet your information over the internet. Like, you're crazy. And somehow my parents found out about that. I might, I might have given her my... Actually, I might have given her my phone number. And her mother called. That's what happened. Her mother called to tell my parents that I gave her the phone number. And I think I gave the address for us to like hang out or told her where I went to school or something like that. And the mom let my parents know, like, that's not safe. You need to talk to your daughter about etiquette online. And so I was a novice, honey. So by the eighth grade, I turned around, came around. I was scared about, they had already told me, like, You wasn't child, too scared to be talking some freaky shit was, on the line. You wasn't well, that scared. Well, let me tell you, I, I didn't know that that was what it was going to be. I was still thinking, like, oh, this person likes me. How the fuck they like you? They can't even see you, girl. They don't know you. You just in this big room and I didn't want to talk to you solo. I'm sure this person was a 60-year-old fucking white, white man, man somewhere Idaho. being a weirdo. And I'll never forget reading that and 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 being so confused and having to look up the word come. Where did you look up the word come? I Google, girl, AOL. I said, what does C-U-M mean? I typed that into the engine. And I remember I had to quickly figure out how to delete the search history, it was a whole thing. And so I said, this is too much. This is weird. My body she said, feels all weird. You had to, she, all she said was age, sex, location, and you went into the first traumatizing <laughs> moment. <laughs> but, what I, but I'm saying, I wasn't in the chat rooms like that no. to even know what that was. And the couple times I was, it, it turned into that. And I said, well, oh, I, I'm striking out over here. I got that to little, go. She probably was doing all types of stuff on there, too. Probably. No, I didn't. That's why she was giggling like that at the end. She said, it was a time. <laughs> Let me tell you what I was on. I was on Encarta. And Encarta, did you have Encarta? The no, little, um, did you have it? No. Okay, so Encarta was not the internet. 
Shout out to everybody who knows what Encarta was. Encarta was a fucking encyclopedia game thing. And it was a CD. You put the CD in the little thing. You put it in there. And then there was like a, a room that you were in. And you had to find all of the clues to get out of the room. It was almost like Boring. an escape room. That was what I spent most of my time on the computer doing. It was like an escape room. And it was all like this trivia. And you had to get out the room. That's what I did. I would really have to think about my earliest... Engagement with the internet because I can't remember. It's probably I, around the way. Curls. I feel like it was like seven. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I was you. probably like seventeen or something where I really like seventeen. Yeah, I don't remember. I didn't have. No Did you have a friends. computer? I didn't have Black Planet. I never got into that. <gasps> oh, Black Planet was a vibe. Nope, I never got into it. Like I, I no, I was dead ass working. I had I a Black working. Planet. I wasn't on there all day, and I was working. I was working. I had two jobs. I had freedom school. I was teaching dance. I was also in dance and had school. I had time for none of that. But shout out to the people who had fun in their in their chat rooms. Sorry, we and we are near forty years old. Exactly. And and when before I see people, I say hello, not a <laughs> sex location. To be very clear, so why don't y'all mind y'all fucking manners? <laughs> hello, what is your age, sex location? <laughs> <laughs> And is it sex or is it gender? Tricky. Tricky. Get up Fuck with the it. time. Drop Zola the mic. R-K. Drop the mic. Fuck Actually, cancel Ari. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. Um, anyway, so this is a topic that I brought up before, and Lord Jesus, we finna get into it. Touch deprivation. This is something that I have um, alluded to feeling, <laughs> and it's interesting. First, let me define what it is before I talk about why it's interesting and in and talk about my personal experience. So humans are wired to be touched. From birth until the day we die, our need for physical contact remains. So being touch-starved 
is also known as skin hunger and touch deprivation. This occurs when when a person's experience when a person experiences little to no touch from other living things. So keep in mind that this does not only apply to sexual or sensual touch. So literally, I we know work from home, right? I have I do have a cat now, and I and I I can't even lie and say that I I do get very ex- happy and feel joy when she decides to lay on me. Especially like when I go in the bed and she crawls up on me, I'm like, and I feel her little body weight and I hear her purr. I'm like, oh, my little being. There's something about um, having a living thing want to be close to you. And I thought that for a long time that this was me, another form of codependency with me. I just felt like, oh, you have such a hard time being alone. You always are hope, you know, being a hopeful romantic. And and I'm realizing that, no, this is actually a very human thing. It's, it's normal. And so some signs that a person might be suffering from touch deprivation is they are aggressive behavior, body image issues, high stress levels, loneliness, mental health issues, such as depression and sexual dysfunction. Lastly, fear of attachment and unsatisfying relationships. Mm. Um, Why is touch, why is this important, right? So skin-to-skin contact is vital, not only for mental and emotional health, but also for physical health, which was interesting. So when you feel like you're under pressure or when, or when you feel pressure, when you feel touch, your body release, excuse me, I'm saying this wrong because I read it wrong. When you feel like you're under pressure and you're stressed, your body releases a stress hormone, cortisol. One of the biggest things touch can do is reduce stress, allowing your immune system to work the way it should. So touch can also calm certain bodily functions, such as your heart rate, and blood pressure. And it does so by stimulating pressure receptors that transport signals to the child. You Now we get in scientific now to Let's the go. vagus nerve, which is a nerve. It, 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 it's a nerve that connects the brain to the rest of your body. And so it uses these signals to slow the pace of the nervous system. So it's literally sending signals to your brain to slow down. So that's, Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen a child having a fit and a mother picks the child up and holds the child to their chest, right? And consoles the child. That is literally what touch does for your nervous system. So in early life, touch is thought to be crucial for building healthy relationships by stimulating pathways of oxytocin, which is the natural antidepressant, serotonin, and the pleasure neurotransmitter, which is dopamine. Plus, it can tackle loneliness because what? You feel calm. You feel a sense of community. You, Whenever you're touched, you're, I mean, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Good touch, that is. Let's specify that. 
And according to a 2017 study, gentle touch can also reduce feelings of pain and social exclusion. All of that makes sense to me, right? So I realized that I started to feel this. Um, I'm sure like many, uh, definitely during COVID, but even before COVID. Luckily, I had you know, dated here and there, but also had friends like you, Amanda Jazz, that, you know, if I go over their house, I'm sleeping in their bed. And I'm genuinely sad now that Jasmine has this nice house and she has a guest room because I have to sleep alone still. I'll be completely honest. I'm genuinely happy when I'm around Amanda and her little one sleeps in the bed with us and all he wants to do is cuddle and I'm auntie and I'm a new face. So he wants to cuddle with me. And it's like, I will be honest, he is a bull in a China shop, but it's some of the best rest I get Hmm. because I feel a closeness and I feel calmer and I feel connected to my humanity. So COVID strikes I am isolated in this room, working from home, one window, right, in my old apartment. And then, you know, I move into this new space, right? And I'm like, oh, all the possibilities. It's going to be amazing. This is great. And I've pretty much been in here alone. Um, no man has spent the night here. It's going on a year. Like, I've not dated anyone while I've been in this space. So it kind of... I maybe lost a little of its luster because I felt like, oh, I have my space to really, I think, make space for those possibilities and to be more comfortable in that. And so I'm realizing that this lack of touch has also translated into an awkwardness in my conversations. I can Mm. get on this podcast and talk to you all day, right? I know you. But in person conversations, Mm. especially with new people, especially with with men that I might be attracted to. There is a, uh, it's sweet, I think, but there is definitely an awkwardness to me where I'm, that that settling that you spoke about during the capitalism is ruining your sex life episode that you need to settle in and Mm -hmm. take the day off. Mm -hmm. My settling is not about the day. It's more about being around other humans, you know, and, and just getting used to that. Um, I, I, it's a muscle that I don't think I've used in a while. So it's, it's, it's strange to me. I'm, I can't describe it, but it is it it is a nervous system. I can feel yeah, it in yeah. my body, my nervous yeah. system um operating differently. And I don't think it's anxiety, it's just a it's a it's like a a short it's it's like I'm short circuiting. Mm. You mm. know, and, and then I get comfortable with somebody and I'm me, but it takes a much longer than it than it used to. Um, and I, I have a friend in particular who he happens to be a man and our, our relationship is very much rooted in, in our social interaction very much. That's how we met. 
Um, that's how we talk for the most part. And we've recently started to try to be, to share space, be in each other's lives in real time. And boy, is it, can it be awkward? Boy, can it be awkward. And at first I'm like, what is this? What are you feeling? Like he's a very attractive man. Is it sexual tension? And I don't feel sexual attention coming from him, sexual attention or tension coming from him. I just feel like a, a sweet awkwardness. But like a still like a an interest in getting to know the me and and being present, but just needing to work that muscle a little more. So I was hanging out with him, I think sometime maybe early this month or last month, and thank God I brought some wine to calm us the fuck <laughs> down, child. And so I, I'm I'm getting more comfortable, and I'm realizing like okay, my shoes are off. Uh, the TV's on, we're not, there's no interaction, like we're not looking at the TV much, we're just talking, learning each other, and I noticed he's very cognizant, because he's very cognizant of, I think, from what I can tell, very cognizant of making sure everyone's comfortable in the space around him, especially women, so he's very cognizant about the distance that he Mm -hmm. places between himself and Mm -hmm. whoever he's around. And so I realized that like he has a long couch and he's sitting um, in, the, in the side chair and it's this big old couch and I wanted him to sit next to me so badly. Not to like push up on him or, you know, just mount him or like, sure, that'd be great. But like I wanted, I wanted to be closer to him. Yeah. I want to be close yeah. to you. And I, mm. I caught myself in the moment thinking like, I want to be close to you and wanting to say that. Mm. And just like there, there's some points where if we're laughing, I want to reach out and touch you. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to feel more human and less like, like there's a screen between us and we're talking through a screen, mm-hmm. like the barriers up. Mm. And like, I don't know if this is weird, but I also have a friend who I think we both know that we are touch starved or feel that. And there are times and our relationship is not a sexual one. It's not rooted in that. It's not lustful. But there are times when we will literally sit back and, and like hold, kind of hold each other in a space where we're talking and watching something because I think we... We feel safe and we need that connection. Mm-hmm. And it's a really beautiful thing and I really appreciate it. But because so much touch, and I'm going to shut up soon because goddamn, it's 42 minutes in and I'm still talking. But You're you saying beca- a good word though. Okay. Well, because so much touch I think is rooted in sexual touch or, or lustful touch instead of just spiritual touch, connection, right? Human. Human. It's got to be that lofty. It's just like, uh, yeah, it is. Just sapien. human. We're human. I humans. need this for my brain to grow. Yeah. I, 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 I don't feel um, confident in saying that to some folks. Hmm. You know, I don't feel confident in saying, like, and a lot of my friends aren't very affectionate. Like, I, I have to remind Jade to hug me when I see her. I'm like, you have to, like, we haven't seen each other. You have to hug me. Actually, with that, with my new friend, we we were at a space and I, 
he was on the phone when we met up and then, you know, we got in the car and then we got out the car. It was like, I never really greeted you. And I made a point to be like, I want to hug you. Give me a hug. And I don't know if he was comfortable with that, but I hope so. But I say all this to say that this touch starvation is something that I am feeling deeply and I don't, I don't want to get emotional about it, but it is, it is, I think, just such a basic human instinct. Like when I look at children interact and play, so much touch is involved. Mm-hmm. And as someone who experienced bad touch, I think even more I long for good touch, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to shut up. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, girl. What? Yeah, like, girl, touch my body. No, I feel like babies' brains won't grow. They, they, they follow the path of, um, there's a study about babies in Romania, or maybe there were even babies in, um, I think it was Romania, but it was during World War II, and they just had a whole bunch of babies that were separated from their mothers, and they weren't being touched. They didn't have enough nurses to like hold them throughout the day. Babies mm. need to be touched so much. In Africa, if you've ever seen the, vi- the massage videos where they are mm-hmm. rubbing those babies down from their skulls to their toes, like they recommend massaging babies because it stimulates their brains. It helps their brains to actually grow. And they did a study of children and babies that were touch-deprived, and they ended up having poor life conditions like they had anxiety they had emotional problems they were poor in general like it really fucked them up Mm. i feel like also you're just tapping into and hopefully um relieving a lot of people of the responsibility that they feel and like in terms of the failure that they may be feeling in feeling lonely and feeling um, hungry for touch. They may feel like that's a failure to them versus like, no, this is like a human psychosomatic requirement. It's like nothing's wrong with you. This is what you need. Like you need fresh air, water, and food. And especially through the pandemic, especially through the internet and how we're finding connection through like this weird virtual world that we're creating. Yeah. How people are feeling like, Oh, that, that should somehow replace holding it. Just like you said, standing next to somebody and having your shoulders touch like, yeah. Holding someone's hand, holding somebody's hand or just like I, your girlfriends. Like if we're sitting next to each other, putting your hand your that's head it. on your girl's, you know, arm in arm and walking. It just feels like a natural thing. But I think about people who have parents that weren't very affectionate. You know, you have a lot of people that haven't had, they don't have parents to tell them I love them, what to speak of from a very, very young age. They're not touched by their mom, their dad. There's this distance. The love is shown through 
material offerings or like, you know, I wonder too for those folks to reflect on their needs or their relationships or their um, rigidity. And again, it's not like a failure to you or nothing's wrong with you. You can connect it back to this biological significant thing that you did not have Mm -hmm. that I feel is really powerful for people to uh, think about. I know for my relationship, even if you are in a relationship with somebody does not mean that you guys are touching. I know um, with my partner and I, because we don't live in the same space, we'll be away from each other for sometimes like four days, five days a week, depending on what our schedules are. And then coming back together, just like you said, there's this neural, uh, our nervous systems have to sync up. Mm-hmm. And so what we decided was like, listen, Let's just go lay down. And it's mm. not like, let's just go have sex or take off our clothes. It's like, let's just go lay down. Stop trying to like have chit chat or like Be dive together. in with each other as if we didn't have this time apart, this separation. Let's just go lie down for like 15 minutes and breathe together or just have that chit chat, but like with ch- touch so that we can just like calm down and feel like we're back into the loop of our relationship. Um, and I, I think the same thing can be said for kids as well, you know? Especially as they get older. We talked about it before for so many of our boys and our girls. Touch becomes like this sexual thing that they have to be wary of and hypervigilant around. And then boys, they're just completely... Um, deprived of touch anymore because like that's weird and and what the consequences mm-hmm. that and what happens if you you hug up on and they're being hugged up on by everybody you know and not in a weird way but just like yeah you hug them they get squoze they get squeezed they get touched and I know for men, like in different cultures they're holding hands it's just normal <sighs> to like walk down the street and hold hands with your bro I feel, yeah, I feel that, I feel that, how important that is. Um, and even in friendships, that I don't know how often friends are touching e- each other. Yeah. And how that just like, again, for me, it just helps me to sync up, to relax, to be calm, to feel safe, to feel like, yeah, open you up a little bit. Ciao. Yeah. I think um I I want to I thank you for you know saying like that there's there is nothing wrong with the feeling and just affirming it cuz again I always I always felt needy in that way. I always felt really needy, but now I'm starting to shift and and think to myself, well, there's there's balance needed in everything, right? But of um, I'm, I am starting to shift and, and feel sad, not sad because I don't want to just come off elitist, but just see the different approaches to touch and know that they all come from from their own places. Like I, I look at people who who don't touch 
I have one person in mind in particular that I'm thinking about. Shout out to my girl, Angie. She And she said this many times to me. And she's like, you're the friend that got me to give hugs. Because I used to give her a hug and her whole body would tighten. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, oh. And she would be so uncomfortable, Shanti. <laughs> and I... Being me, this is, we were friends, we've been friends for years now, and I was not as self-aware then. Being me, I'm just thinking like, oh, she'll get over it. And I never stopped to think like, maybe that does make her uncomfortable. Maybe I should ask her about that. Thank God that she says, you know, it's helped her, but Mm. she also gave me grace around it. So I want to point out like, you know, you do have to be cognizant and, and I think ask, like, I wonder what would happen if I said, I probably never will because I'm a coward, but if I said to that friend, I'd really like to be close to you. I would, girl, where'd that book at? That is meticulous honesty. I it know. opens up so many possibilities versus, yeah. I also I think really about like to be close. I trust you in a way where I'd like to be close to you. And it doesn't necessarily need to be sexual touch. No. I mean, and even saying that. Yeah. And even saying that. I mean, and then uh, again, it goes back to men of like, yeah, I know, I'm, not, I'm not trying to have sex with you. I just want to feel your body heat. I just want to be close to you. But, you know. I had, a, I had another, um, someone complimented that episode on capitalism and, and, you know, the effects of capitalism on our sex lives. And they talked about specifically the part where um, where I was describing laying with someone mm-hmm. and having your hand on their chest, mm-hmm. feeling their chest go up and down, you being in the nook. You know, you got to move your curls out his fucking face because they all in it. <laughs> that, whole, that whole scenario. And he was saying that there was a woman that he had recently started dating. And after hearing that, he reached out to her and said, I'm not, I'm not trying to have sex with you. I'm not trying to be a creep because it's early on, I think, in their courtship and in their whatever. And he said, I just would really like to lay with you. And that that happened. And it was so beautiful. And I thought to myself, that's it. That's the intimacy. And I think that so much of that is, um, like I have intimacy, I think emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy. And I get that through, you know, the and I get it and give it through the people that I'm with. But when it comes to physical intimacy, that's where like, it could bring me to tears how, how hungry I am for it and how I have so much of it in me to give. Mm-hmm. And it it's so difficult. It's so difficult. And so like, I think I have to be honest when I hear complaints from, and this is fucked up, but I'm going to be honest for a second. When I hear complaints from like my friends who have children or have partners and you know it might be a hard day or whatever but I always think like you got somebody like an actual body who loves you you know I don't think any of us any any of us just have people in our lives who we don't love who are just around but you have somebody that you can hold you know that you that you can 
feel that with and like for Exchange years energy with yeah yeah and for years it's and again I could have a body but I end up feeling even more empty if it's not with intention if it's not a safe mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. if it's not mm-hmm. you know rooted in in like real exchange of energy and care mm-hmm. and so i've i've been like a little bit maybe jealous maybe even resentful of like y'all and the fact that um that you have it and i don't and i i, I think that I think the conversation around me gets lost in like, oh, she's single and it's all around single. And it's like, oh, she wants, you know, she wants to have a partner. And like, sure, I do. But you're not peeling back the layers of all of the repercussions of me doing this work and really waiting and 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 allowing something real to happen for me. Like, it's really hard like it's really hard and i just feel like that just gets lost sometimes if i'm being honest and it makes me it makes what me would, feel lonelier what would make you feel more seen? nothing it's it's oh. it's ir- it's irrational because it's like there are times when i'm jealous of you all there are time i'll be honest there are times when i am jealous and it's like nothing would make me feel better than for you to get my misery or for you mm-hmm. to not misery, mm-hmm. but for you to yeah. get how I feel. Yeah. And you're not going to get how I feel yeah. because you don't you don't have the mm-hmm. you don't. That's not your experience and it's not your job, you know. So I have to be I have to be honest about that. But I don't I also don't want to sulk. I also have been actively you know, trying to figure out ways for, you know, I think what you said about what you and Rashid are doing, where you come in and you just lay to just reset, to just exchange energy, to just be is really beautiful. I think that's a, such a, a great tool for folks out there who, who are partnered or who and who might even live with their partner. The world mm-hmm. it, you got to shake the mm-hmm. fucking world off. Yeah. You know, just be. And it doesn't have to be every day, but when you are seeking connection and you feel that that nerve your nervous system mm-hmm. is not settling, mm-hmm. try to actively settle it. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, like that's Through a touch. practice. Yeah. 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 They say I've you always said you have for Go longer ahead. than 30 seconds as well. Like people give short hugs Those little the short oxytocin hugs. to really start flowing. It's mm-hmm. a 30 second hug. Good hug. And Embrace. it just like, whoo. Like hug flush, and then Hug see. your babies, hug your friends, hug your elderly people, hug your mm. mom who hasn't been in a relationship for 15 years. Or My who's in a touch star relationship. Yeah. Or who's in a touch star. Hug your dad, hug your Grandmom, yeah. hug your disabled folks. Like these are people that don't aren't touched. Yeah, I dare you to try to hug somebody for longer than thirty seconds, and 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 not have your your breathing and your heart rates start to sink. It will happen. It's just a slow like. When we it's see just, each other, we ain't gonna hug that long. You better hug me. I'm, I'm just gonna. I want 45 seconds from you. That's oh, the thing. 
That's what I you just, do. You be I like, I love hugging all of, you. I all love of your hugging on you. <laughs> all of your hugging has to do with my fucking breast, though. I'm like this no, girl. No, you're just you like you be said. You're just so such bad. a. It, it is. It's such a nice hug. Like I don't think I'm a nice hug. You know, like where she leans really? on me. Although you did say. That your breasts was coming in. Me and my breasts were a little bit comfortable. But like me and JoJo hugging, like it's nice, (laughs) but it's not like, (laughs) like, oh, Oh it's hurting us a little bit. (laughs) Girl. Like, hi, I feel your rib on my rib. Hi, your shoulders are rubbing and it hurts me. Oh, well, I want to give some tools for people. They're not tried and true, but try them. Fuck it. For for folks who are alone, who 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 do feel touch starved, and who don't have you know easy access to other human beings that can provide safe, caring, intentional touch, right? Some short term solutions. <clears throat> you have to remind yourself that touch starvation does not have to last forever. So the mm. mental is is mental, big in that. Psychosomatic. Yeah, because you can sit in that and be like, I'm going to be alone forever, this feeling. And then you're calling that into your life. You, and then who the fuck wants to touch you because you're just fucking miserable. Mm. But um, you could also, oh, here we go. You could also, if you can't afford it, right, because capitalism, that, that needs to be on a shirt because capitalism. But try out massage. If you can get a massage, or if you can't afford to ask a loved one that you trust, um, try, you can massage your own body. That's not the same thing for me, but try it out and see what happens. I think that massaging your own body really helps when, I'll be honest, when I'm high and my everything's heightened and it's not even a sexual touch, but I just, for whatever reason, can be really present um, not drunk, but high. Um, spend quality time with animals. There's a lot of places where you can, just like you, well, you said about the hospitals, but you can go and like play with animals at a pet store. Like they allow that. And, you know, there's a reason why animals are, are what is it? What is the word? Service, service animals mm-hmm. and things like that. Like they do provide a service and there is a, an exchange of energy there get your nails done get a pedicure there's there's touch involved in that visit a hair salon i don't know about anybody else but when somebody plays in my hair my entire body is tingling that shampoos be like oh you ever had somebody massage your head game changer um try dancing a certain kind of dance that requires a partner take a class where you you know you can (laughs) You can salsa a little bit. You can have some fun in that way. Now, this is something that I saw online. I've never done it, but apparently these exist. There are things called cuddle parties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in Lots the of age likes. of coronavirus and monkeypox, I won't be there, but there are cuddle parties. And um, I don't know where you find them, but apparently a lot of them require folks to be vaccinated. So check that out. Um, sit close to loved ones um, instead of spreading out on the couch. Greet household members with a hug. These are these are pretty um, simple. And um, I think the new thing that I just discovered is to 
Woo, be brave with that radical honesty and be like, I want to be close to you. Mm. I won't do it. I know myself. I'm like, yeah, nope, 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 nope. Not if the I, I not if the other person is awkward, just as awkward as my ass. I can't. Because I I would be so afraid to make them uncomfortable, but maybe I'll try. We'll see. I'm turning it's 35. It's going to be uncomfortable at first. Eee! And then it's not. Eee! What what if you say I want to be close to you and they're like, I don't? <laughs> I you would know that this I would... person is not gonna give you your needs and you have needs. That's true. But you know what? You know the lion from The Wizard of Oz when they're running? When the lion runs away from the Wizard of Oz and jumps out the window, that's probably what the fuck I would do with that moment. I was like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, um, then there's tools for your loved ones. It says to give them plenty of positive touch. Um, it says avoid associating touch with negativity. Don't pinch. Don't punch. You know how a lot of people for strive for touch yeah, yeah. and they start doing like this like yeah. playful fighting thing, which who does that? This idiot over here sometimes. Just, just oh. I used to do that so much. I used to tackle you guys. Do you remember that? Yes, you would I do would that. L- literally you did, uh, run. Just, I think last week you stopped doing that. No, it wasn't last week. <laughs> but it there was, was like a time, and there is video, and there's pictures of me on top of you, on top of Jasmine, and just tackling you oh, for no reason. I would just run and tackle you all. So now you know what that's from. Oh. Um and then, you know, let children be as close as possible. And then they say, if touch isn't safe, try to meet new people online. Try to, you know, uh, join a book club. Speak to your neighbors or people you pass by on the street. Just say hello. Have a human interaction. I can't tell you how many people I pass in the street and I don't. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. Never. You don't? Why so are don't we be not telling do- all these other people to have some manners, nigga. You ain't even I, having not, no manners. manners. I mean, not because most people, their heads down, they're buried in their phone or I they're listening to New music York. or whatever it is. Yeah, they're all busy. So anyway, that, that, that's all I got for you good I'll people. say this, though. Mothers, newborn babies, mm. massage your babies. Get yourself some nice shea butter and rub your babies down. They're the most delicious things. You're supposed to do it every day. Go on YouTube and look up African oh. baby massage. And you see these women. You but like, are you? Is the baby okay? <laughs> they probably the way that she be giving them dip tissue. <laughs> Not a deep you, tissue on a baby. You have to... No, it's really serious. Like, they are rubbing... She's putting a bit arm behind the baby. I've seen it, but I haven't seen deep tissue. I've oh, seen, well, like, I'm nice, sweet touch. Oh. But ain't nothing better. R- hug your kids. Hug your kids. I just can't imagine being a child and not being touched, and then you grow up. And, like, the, the psycho... The yeah. biological effect that that has, and then you grow up to be mm-hmm. somebody... Like... Yeah, yeah and I then grew you, up with so much And then so you're stressed, touch. you're anxious, you're, and you don't know. You blame it on yourself. You blame it on... And you don't, and you don't even understand that you don't even have the tools no. or the exposure to the tools to calm your nervous system I down. Know. I will never forget seeing... Um, I won't say his name, but seeing my godson's young, younger brother having a fit. He was having a fit. I don't know what was going on. Something had scared him, and he was really upset, Shanti. It's Amanda's baby. And my godson, of all of 11 years old, I think, at the time, picks his brother up 
and holds him. And he says, breathe, breathe. No, not like that. (gasps) Follow me. Take deep breaths. And he put his hand on his chest and wrapped his arms around him. And I said, he learned that from his mom. It's passed down. You know, like he's giving his brother these tools. And I watched it. And of course, I started crying. I was like, look at him. But it was the most beautiful thing. And I realized, like, do you do that for yourself when you're upset? Mm. Do you do that? Do we do that as adults for other people? Like we see it, we, we it's instinctual to do it with children. But when an, when an adult is upset, yeah, we might put our hand on their shoulder, but like wrap them up. Wrap them up. Feel it. I think we do it like in our close relationships, but like I don't know if that's... I, I'm always shocked when I hear about other friendships outside of ours. I'm like, that's how y'all functioning? We got a close thing going on over here, but... I'm encouraging it's a our community. Here you go. <laughs> All right. She lasted a whole hour and eight minutes. <laughs> she did. Good job, girl. Because I saw you like, All right, we get to. <laughs> I need a little kiki in this bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Next time you cry, I can't wait to look at you from across the room and be like, I don't want to be homoerotic. So. <laughs> Like, would it you be usually, gay if I touch you? I'll be honest. When you cry, I don't know. I, I don't you don't know give if me no really hugs when I cry. Because you, like, you don't cry to, in front of me in person. And you tonight, cry over the I have phone. cried you a cry mess. Over you were in phone. my house, and I was bawling, and you were so taken aback by when? how disgusting it was. Wait, that day when? that we ended up going to play cards. We went to go see your friend's... Um, Theater, what's a comedy show at Helium in Philly? Oh, Clint? And, yeah, and I was I was a you mess. You were crying that day. Oh, I was a mess. And you were like, come on, girl, let's go get some food. But I remember sitting on JoJo's step and, and you were And I, I like, didn't touch you. I'm you so were there sorry. For me. I didn't I don't I didn't need you to touch me in that moment. But Oh, so maybe don't do anything I just said, y'all. Don't wrap them up. <laughs> no, you no. Listen. No. Maybe just ask. Actually, I might be. Get, okay? I might get y'all fucked up. Don't don't Is touch okay? nobody without no, I asking. Definitely, you definitely <laughs> should. If you don't have that kind of relationship, is it okay if I touch you? Is it okay if I? I'm so sorry. Well, maybe if you cry more in front of me, I'll hug you more. <laughs> That's the Girl. moral of the story. <laughs> That's crazy. Call you in two hours before I cry myself. <laughs> <seat>. FaceTime. <laughs> See, it's always on FaceTime. Anyway. All right, y'all. Reach out and touch somebody. Touch Hug your my neighbor. Body. Hug your neighbors. You, Talk to your neighbors. Touch. Do, 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 do. touch. Great. Go I'm ahead and put it in one. there because you edited in both Did of these joints this week. You know who I'm tired of seeing? I'm going to say it. Janelle Monet. <laughs> I'm tired of her posts. I 